0: Welcome to the Center for Spiritual Living Asheville podcast. In each episode, we'll delve into the wisdom of spiritual teachings of the science of mind and universal metaphysical principles inspired by Ernest Holmes and other renowned spiritual teachers. Join us as we explore empowering stories, embrace the power of love and higher consciousness, and walk the path to a more awakened life through the lens of New Thought Spirituality. Enjoy!
1: My talk title today is, There's a Revealing Going On. There's a Revealing. Now, I know we're in the middle of winter, and a butterfly seems sort of not the obvious choice. (laughs) But the butterfly is the perfect example of spiritual journey and of spiritual growth. We all start as worms, <laughs> little caterpillars, and we come in here and we go into our little cocoon of healing and we start to become that goo state. Some of you might not know about the goo state where the, I'm sure you've heard it before. The, butter, the caterpillar basically dis- dissolves into this goo. And then it forms what's called imaginal cells. I just love that. And then it emerges as this incredible butterfly. And that is just awesome. And that to me is the essence of this teaching, of this journey, and of our lives. I also think that the word revealing, I think of the light You know, think of a dimmer switch. When you turn the dimmer switch up, what happens? You start to see everything, right? So in this teaching, when you get on a spiritual journey, you start to see everything a little bit more clear. Sometimes it looks a little bit different than you thought it would. But we become more awake, more aware, more enlivened, more alive, And we believe here that this teaching is a gift that helps us to align with the truth of who we are, align with the joy, with the peace, with the love, with the revealing of the perfect you that you are. I just, you know, I have to talk about my nails. I have to. I've never had nails in my life because I'm a pianist, right? But I just, I don't know why I decided to get them. I mean, they're press-ons. Don't get excited. I didn't, like, pay $150 or anything like that. But this morning when I was getting ready, because, you know, God always gives you little lessons the morning of anytime time you're going to give a talk. And I'm in the bathroom or something. I don't know what I did. I put on something, and one of them popped off. And I thought, oh, no. A nail popped off. <laughs> and I got the glue, and I put it back on. And I thought perfect example of the spiritual journey (laughs) because me putting on nails i know it's a little thing but it's trying something new it's trying something new and every time we try something new things pop off you go well i can't do a zipper i don't know how i'm gonna do a zipper so these are pull-on pants You make adjustments, right? As you learn on your spiritual journey. And sometimes if we're working on our peace, we're working on finding our center and not being so triggered by everybody, we pop off. Sometimes we pop off. But what do we do? We get out our spiritual glue and we just put ourselves back together. And that's what we do in community is we help each other. So today I wanted to take you on a journey as we talk about the revealing, I'm going to reveal to you sort of the, the essence of this teaching and the history of this teaching as I have been learning it in ministerial class. I, yeah, I'm in ministerial class. Pretty exciting, right? <laughs> with Reverend Dr. James Mellon. I'm very excited to be with him. So I want to just start from some, a name that you might not know, uh, Phineas Quimby. Just say it because it's fun to say. So this guy is in the, we're thinking early 1800s, okay? And he's sort of the father of the father of the father of new thought, okay? And I love this quote. It's a little bit long, but you can read along with me. This is a guy in the 1800s. Everyone is made of matter. And matter is continually going through a chemical change. This change is life. Not wisdom, but life. Like vegetable or mineral life. Every idea is matter, so of course it contains life in the name of something that can be changed motion or change is life a belief has life or matter for it can be now all the aforesaid make up man and all this can be changed that is the good news that is the good news. You are changing, you are growing, you are not stagnant. And we come here to be reminded. I just love that word, reminded to mind ourselves again, to remember that we can change. So now we move forward a little bit in time. Now, now Phineas was like a folk healer. He there's records of him healing thousands of people with a thought, with mind healing, okay? I know it sounds a little Christian science and a little woo-woo, but guess what? We're woo-woo. We believe that ideas are matter, that you can change with your thinking. Change your thinking? Amen. Can I hear an amen? It's church. It's church up in here. Hallelujah. Now, my favorite teacher is Troward, Thomas Troward. Anybody taken a Troward class? It's my favorite. People complain about Troward in school because he's very wordy and he's very English. So let's say this with an English accent. We can gradually grow into any condition we desire, provided we first make ourselves in habitual mental attitude the person who corresponds to those conditions. I mean, you could say that, uh, uh, thank you, thank you. Dialect class paid off. You could say that in a much easier way, which is energy flows where attention goes. So the more you have that habit of thinking I'm good enough, the more opportunities start to come. The more you have that habit to think I have enough, the more money falls from the sky. I mean, it's incredible the opportunities that will come once you recognize that you're tapped in, you're tuned in, you are divine. So I put this little graphic up here because I thought it was really cute to see, to ask yourself, like, what are you attracted to up there? What what is the little icon that your attention goes to? Shout it out. Peace, the butterfly. So, you know, you might be in that space of transformation if you're attracted to that butterfly right now. You know what I'm attracted to? Of the disco ball, I like to party, that's right. <laughs> the mushroom, okay, mushrooms are incredible, aren't they? So as we discuss this idea of our mind, our thoughts creating for us, creating our reality, the question becomes about the big C word, consciousness consciousness, not just being awake, not just being conscious, but being conscious, being conscious, being mindful, as David Washington puts it in that beautiful song that we opened with today. The questions that can you can just right away get to the root of something is, what do I think about most? What do I want more of in my life? What negative beliefs can I release right now? These are just, these are just Questions that you can pull out at any time. Are you as obsessed with this as I am? No. (laughs) somebody goes, no. So I'm gonna give you an example of this. What do I think about most right now regarding my health? I think about cooking and baking because I am on a releasing journey of weight. You may have noticed I look fabulous. So I think about cooking these exciting meals that align with this diet plan that I'm on. And so it's bringing me release of weight. So do I want more of that? Yes, so I think about it more. So I do it more because it brings about more. And then what are the negative beliefs that I have to release in order to really release weight? It's I have to believe that I'm perfect as I am. I can't say I'm gonna be okay when I'm this size or that size. I have to know that I'm perfect right now. I know that to be true. I mean, Venus and Leo. Okay. Now, as we move forward in time, so we've moved, Troward was in like the late 1800s. And now we're going into the the later 1800s. Well, no, sorry, early 1900s. I don't know when Ernest Holmes was born. Does anybody? what? 18 what? Because he lived in the 1900s. He was teaching in the early 1900s. And here's our big daddy. A realization of the presence of God is the most powerful healing agency known to the mind of man. In other words, once we become aware that everything is God, everything, and that includes you and me, that's when that healing is going on, that revealing of the truth of who you are. So whenever I find myself, I, I share this a lot, that prayer is often the last thing I'll do. I, I don't know why. I'm, 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 I'm going to stop saying that because I've made a habit of saying that, and it's going to start to be the first thing that I do. Because realization of the power of God that is within me it's like an instant fix. Have you experienced that? It's an instant fix. And if you don't like the word God, who doesn't like the word God? Anybody here? Okay, I get it. Take it this way. Glorious, opulent divinity, which is in everything. Think about nature. Think about the variation of leaves and flowers and animals, the opulence of divinity. That's what I think about the... the absolute incredible variation of life that to me is god god it's such a funny word isn't it god so moving forward in time in new thought i brought one of my favorite teachers who is oh i'm sorry that's not okay sorry i missed that you did i miss the slide no okay Louise Hay. Louise Hay is in the 1980s-ish. And she wrote that wonderful book, You Can Heal Your Life. And what she really tapped into and really spoke to was this idea that you can heal specifically based on specific things. You know, in the back of You Can Heal Your Life, she has a list of conditions and then a list of affirmations that will help you release that condition. How often have you said that? there's such a pain in the neck and the next moment you have a pain in the neck why it's not rocket science it's because when i'm mad and i'm angry i start to tense up and i start to create a a crick in my neck so what what affirmation i might use is i am accepting i am allowing of my pain in the neck brother or mother or whoever (laughs) And I wanted to bring one of my favorite teachers who's alive today. Louise Hay passed away in her late 90s. She healed herself, Louise did, of, I believe it was um, throat cancer. It was a, a cervical cancer. Wow. Which is really supposedly the worst kind, right? So Reverend Dr. Car- Carol Carnes is still alive, and I love her. And I love what she says here. It is our spiritual duty to love and embrace our essential self. So here we come into the love idea that back of all things is love. Love. And it's not Eros love. It's not that gushy love. It's agape love. It's the love that challenges us. It's the love that grows us. It's the love that cracks open the seed. It's the love that makes things difficult. It's the love that grieves. It's the love that hurts. It's the love that grows. But once you know that you are God and that you are tapped in and tuned in, you can't unknow that. You you will start to find yourself falling away at times because that's the nature, but then we come back and we train and we re-glue <laughs> the nail of our life together. And our favorite new thought teacher who has given the whole world new thought without calling it new thought is our bestie Oprah Winfrey. And she says the future of life as we know it is being determined by everything we're doing and not doing now. So it's okay to look in the rearview mirror, but don't stare at it. It's okay to see the habits of your past. But everything that shifts and changes, every change you're going to make starts right now. Like just now, you heard me say, I'm going to go to prayer first. I caught myself, right? We catch ourselves to know when we're falling off, when we're falling off track. And right now, there's now, there's now, there's now, there's now, right? There's an eternal opportunity. Every moment is an opportunity to make a different choice to make a different change I want to speak quickly to grief um, because anytime I'm up here talking about the teaching and talking about you know very cheerleader very you know go go you got this oh so who's seen point who seen breakpoint anybody seen breakpoint Okay, so it's a a show about tennis. Now, I don't like tennis, really, or wrestling, or cheerleading, but Netflix has found a way to make these things very interesting. So I've been very into tennis for, like, three days. And (laughs) if you notice, who is into tennis? Because people who are into tennis are really into tennis, let me tell you. So every time somebody hits a shot, they go like this. Everybody do it. I feel like that's what I'm doing every time I come to church or to a center or every time I do a concert or do something that's in this vein of teaching. Is I'm giving myself an at-a-boy, at-a-girl. You got this. You can do this. You got this. You got this. You got this. And that's why I want to be a minister because I want to cheerlead you. I want to excite you about your life. And we grieve. We have pain. We have. Um, relative facts we know that the spirit in here we believe the spirit is eternal and there is no death in the way our our body our physical body falls away but our our spirit continues we believe that here and yet we experience loss we experience deep deep grief and i think immediately always about my father my father passed away suddenly at age 67 and when I was 40 years old so 10 years ago and it rocked me talk about rocking your soul it rocked me it took me completely off the trajectory of what I thought life was I don't know I didn't know how I could live without him and something similar happened three years ago when I got fired from a position some of you know about that I moved here for a position I got fired soon after I got here and it was a similar rocking of my soul but in both instances a butterfly emerged with the loss of my father I learned how to embrace those I love to be much more present in my relationships to be grateful for everything he ever did for me. With the loss of my position, I started to paint. Who here has one of my paintings? Most of you have gotten something or a print, right? That has been an absolute gift. And it wouldn't have happened, really. I mean, it might have happened, but it it, it probably wouldn't have the way it did if I hadn't gotten released from that position. So why I, why I bring the good of it to the surface is because I believe that that's that butterfly effect that we are always able to reveal. Look at these nails. They're so cute. I can't get enough of them. You guys, I'm 50. I've never had nails. Who here is into nails? Anybody? Who are thinks They're so silly. It's okay. You can be like, uh, sorry, sorry. She's like, I garden. It's a no for me. <laughs> they're so silly. Um, it's important to recognize that we have this teaching all the time. Even in those dark times, even in that grief, we can turn to this teaching. We can say, What is my blessing here? and direct our attention to that. You know, as well as feeling our feelings. We don't bypass here. And that is why I picked this quote from Curtis Tyrone Jones, a writer, current writer. Give it air and let the scar on your soul reveal itself because like the body, it too was made to heal itself. You're made for this. You're made for getting through this, whatever it is. I cut myself the other day right here, like right between my thumb and my forefinger. Ouch. It was a paper cut and it was pretty deep. And I was fascinated by it because I knew that my hand would heal i knew it but i was curious i was like why why is it healing what is it doing so i googled it how does a cut heal and there are so many things that happen probably nurses in here my nurses know this but basically your blood clots and then a bunch of white blood cells attack it and it starts to scar over and then i have this big ugly scar there and now it's like even more beautiful than it was before amazing and that's what our souls do in here our souls are constantly another thought i had the other day I was when i was cooking cooking i made an amazing french onion soup so fun so easy anyway i was you know you hear about the peeling of the onion but i'm like what does that even mean the peeling of the onion the spiritual journey really is like the peeling of the onion because you think about what's on that what's on the top of the onion what's the first layer and what is it like it's papery and thin and that's sort of the first part of any journey right it's kind of like thin it's like nothing it's and then there's that first layer I don't know if you like me I don't really like the first layer of the onion it's like kind of bitter and it doesn't really it's kind of can't get through it right so you cut off that first layer and as you get in it's sweeter and sweeter and sweeter who loves onions I love onions I love onions they're so good so, allow yourself to feel your feelings and also take control. Take control of your mind. Pick up that broken off fingernail <laughs> of your soul and glue it back on again. Such a bad metaphor, but I went with it. I went with it. Yeah. Come on. Come on, tennis. Come on, my tennis people. So as I close my talk for you, I, once again, I want to thank you for having me here. And I want to thank my teacher who's teaching me how to give talks in New Thought Centers. I want you to affirm with me because I think affirmations are everything. Let's say this together. My divinity is always being revealed. I am whole. I am well. I am pure love. Love. I release the idea that I am not enough for I am God expressing. Let's take a deep breath in. I'd like to do it again. And I want you to really speak it from your deepest heart space. Here we go. My divinity is always being revealed yes it is you look good i am whole i am well i am pure love i release the idea that i am not enough for i am god expressing and so it
0: is we hope you enjoyed this enlightening voyage with the Center for Spiritual Living Asheville podcast series, filled with metaphysical talks inspired by the science of mind teachings of Ernest Holmes and other renowned spiritual teachers. If today's exploration resonated with you and you'd like to support the continuation of this insightful journey, please consider making a donation. Your generosity helps us to continue to share these transformative teachings, to contribute Check the episode's description for a link to our donation page. Every contribution, no matter the size, makes a meaningful impact. Remember, you are not alone on this journey. Connect with us on social media, share your thoughts, and join our community at our live events whenever you're able. May your mind be expanded, your heart opened, and your journey be filled with the profound wisdom of these spiritual teachings.